0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network
1: from the fifth quarter studios in madison wisconsin you're listening to coach unplugged and now your host steve collins Hey coach, welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplug. I'm so excited you decided to join. Before we jump in, I'd like to do a couple things. First of all, listen to our other podcasts. Go over and check out High School Hoops, Five Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast, the Funnel Down Defense Podcast. You will not be disappointed, trust me. And go leave a five-star review. We love those. Also, before we jump in, um, I want to make sure I give a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. They are awesome. They rock the world. Um, mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you they They'll give you five. They'll give you four hundred dollars off. Four hundred dollars off. Um, just mentioned uh, Coach Unplugged or Coach Collins, and they'll take really good care of you. Also, go over and check out TeachTroops. for coaches who want to get better. You know, it's something I started because it was something I wanted as a as a coach. It's got everything. Um, helps pay the bills for all of these free things that I put out into the world, but it's got everything that I would have wanted as a young coach. You know, from someone that's um, a high school, it's still a high school coach and has won at every level and won the state championships and been nationally ranked and all those things. Um, it was something that I thought other coaches could use, um, and that's why we're the only ones that offer the 14-day free trial because we want you to go kick the tires around. We want you to see the roadmap that we have set up for you to become a better basketball coach there's nothing else like it on the world and uh you know you'll get you get me you get one-on-one calls and office hours and all those things with me so go over and check it out I don't think you'll be disappointed and let's head off to the podcast so I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to to uh, pronounce pronounce your last name so Nieves
0: that's correct you got that's, it yay for me okay
1: so I'm gonna have coach Nieves that's close uh introduce himself and kind of go through his basketball journey, just kind of telling us, you know, where he started, how we got to the point where we're sitting here just talking about basketball and building programs and things like that. And then after that, we'll we'll dive into, you know, some of my questions because I always have lots of questions. And then uh, we'll see which road it takes us down. So it's all yours, Coach. Why don't you just tell the people that are listening a little bit about you and where you coach. And what I love about this is, before I'm going to have you do that, in the last month, I've talked to coaches from Ireland, from, from uh, Australia, from New Zealand, from uh, New York. I mean, all over the country. That's what I, in Florida, we're in Florida now. So that's why I always like starting with this just so people kind of have an idea of who they're listening to as they pick up the pace they're running down the street or not as many people commute anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah <laughs> um, that's true.
1: Yeah. So it's usually, I usually try to make these podcasts before I have you do this coach about 28 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes because the average commute in the U S is about 30 minutes. Um, and I've noticed that more people are home, but the numbers have dropped, you know, we, you know, we get 50, 60,000 downloads a month and it it dropped a little bit and I'm going, why would it drop everyone's home? And then it, it dawned on me when I asked a couple of people, because they're not in their cars listening to it. They're, They're home. They're they're not doing their normal stuff. So go ahead, coach. It's all yours. I'm sorry, I took over the.
0: No, you're good. I will say. I will say. When I commute, this is what I'm listening to. So, I just want to say thank you for what you do, coach, and for the coaching community. Um, We we actually do learn a lot from your podcast. So I'm
1: hoping. I'm hoping.
0: We're grateful
1: for it. I was telling coach before we came on the air. Sometimes I feel like I'm that person, like sitting and just talking into the wind, like. Um, but I'm glad. I'm I'm so happy people are listening. So um, yeah. go ahead, Coach.
0: No problem. My name is Coach um, Joey Nieves. Currently co- um, coaching at Lead Academy in Pace, Florida. I'll tell you more about the school in, in, in a few. It's a great school and has a great story to it. Um, but I started my basketball journey back in Kissimmee, Florida, uh, right in Central Florida, right where Disney World is located.
1: Yay. Um,
0: And I went to um, a public school called Gateway High School, and I played for a great coach in the name of Coach Baker, Bob Baker. He was an Indiana guy, very intense, um, loved the game of basketball, and I learned a lot from him, not only as a player, but later on in life was able to coach under him as well. Um, So played high school basketball down there, went on to um, Pensacola Christian College. And um, after I was then at Pensacola Christian College, I moved back to Kissimmee and immediately contacted my high school coach and said, "Hey, coach, I would love to get back into I would love to get into coaching basketball." Um, back in back in 2012, and he gave me the opportunity to coach the freshman team that year um after that one year of coaching freshman you're, you're
1: about this you're about the so i've i've talked to college coaches i've talked to g league coaches i've talked about and I, I i'm guessing about 70 percent of the coaches that i talk to that talk about their basketball junior journey start out as freshman coaches everybody yeah. should start out as a freshman coach
0: you, you it, should you should i mean
1: so much it does
0: it does it does and it, it was a great experience and um you you know I know I know then that i didn't know much about coaching um there's a difference and, and between, uh, there's
1: a difference between being a coach and a player, and that's a, that's a really hard switch for former players. it really is i mean really i played I played college basketball i mean i I could play, but it was it's it i wanted to jump in and play with them that's the problem, and you can't like you can't coach it's like you can't be a student and the teacher at the same time it's too hard
0: right. Correct. Yes, sir. But I mean, it was, it was a great opportunity for me to learn and um, to also to learn from my high school coach from a different perspectives. So now I'm not the player anymore. I'm the freshman coach and also an assistant to him at the varsity level. Um, but the year after that, well, I mean, funny story is I, I get a, a teaching job at a Christian school um, in the same area, literally right down the street from the public school. Okay. And, um, before before the funny story is before my high school coach coach at the public school he coached at this christian school so um it's called heritage christian school
1: they Um, go get those young teachers those christian schools go get those young teachers they i'm telling you it's the same in our area
0: (laughs) yeah yeah so we we um so i was able to teach at that school for from like about 2013 to last year and at that school, I served as the head JB coach and um, varsity assistant to Jim Ostrella, who was also, he, when Coach Baker was the head coach at Heritage Christian, he was Coach Baker's assistant. So it's a nice little coaching circle. We all kind of learned from the same guy, Coach Baker, um, kind of had the same philosophy and came from the same tree. So I've learned a lot from Coach Estrella as well. He's been a mentor to me as well for the last couple of years. And um, just this past year, I just had an opportunity to come up to Pensacola, Florida and interview for the job here at Lead Academy. In so Pensacola,
1: so where to – explain to people that are listening that don't necessarily know where Florida, where is Pensacola?
0: The, Pensacola's on northwest Florida, so it's at the tip of the panhandle. Literally okay. right before you drive into Alabama, you have to find Pensacola, Florida.
1: Okay, and, then, and, and, I'll, and it, it's, it, there's the Gulf Shores, basically. That's, Correct. That's a very common place for people in Wisconsin, actually, to um, go for spring break, is the yeah. Gulf Shores. Because okay. it's a little bit closer than going all the way down to like Miami or Fort Myers. Right. So, so right,
0: right in a panhandle, you have Tallahassee, then you yeah. have Panama City, and then you come across Pensacola cool. right before Alabama. So,
1: so there's an air base close by.
0: There is. Yes, sir. We have a big Navy base here. Yes, sir.
1: Big Navy base. I've been on that base. Yes. yes.
0: Huge Navy base. But yeah, just it's kind of where my journey is at now. So I get to um, the unique situation here. This is a newer school that never had athletics. Okay. So um, they, they brought me on as the athletic director and head of boys basketball coach. So it's kind of where I'm at. And, and how many
1: and so a couple things. First of all, do you get any do you get Navy Brats or not?
0: You know what, um, not not too many in this area okay so, okay we, we have a few we have a few military families, but not too many.
1: not too many. and At, do they have a do they have a school on the base?
0: They do have a school on the base, yes, sir.
1: Okay, so if I'm on base, my kids can go to school there.
0: Yes, correct. Yes, okay.
1: Um, and then how how long has the school been open, and how long have have you had a basketball program?
0: So the school's been open since 2013. Okay. Um, so just about seven years now. And um, Mr. Lay, who's our head of, head of our school, was a longtime principal at a public school here in the area. Okay. And God just laid it on his heart to open up the school in 2013, started okay. with about 30 kids. Okay. Um, the year after that, it tripled to 90. The year after that, enrollment went up to 200. And just kind of fast forward a little bit, we're, we're about over 400 kids right now.
1: And is it a charter Can, or is it a, is it a, is it a, is it a, is it a tuition school?
0: Is it tuition school? It's, okay. it's a Christian school. Lead a okay.
1: Okay. Um, all right. So then we were going to talk about building a program. So what do you, how, how is that? How is that going?
0: <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's interesting. Okay. Um, I've always been a guy that just loved, you know, even when I was a kid and I played 2K and Madden and, ncaa games. I, I was that guy that that probably chose the worst team in the game right. and tried to build it up to be, you know, a powerhouse. And um but um this, this school you know never had athletics until this past year. So, okay. they did start a basketball program last year. And know. did
1: you start out with just freshmen or did you start out you didn't start out varsity right away, did you?
0: So, this is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had eight guys on my roster this year. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I definitely try to try to get as much kids as I could to to kind of come out. Um, but once conditioning rolled around, they just started to disappear. Just you know, right. one by one. So we 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 end up having eight kids on a roster now. I had two seventh graders, I had three ninth graders, two tenth graders, and I had one senior. Now my one senior just ended up having to be my best player. And because of that, we had to play a varsity schedule. So it was, it was a bit of a struggle this year, but. So, so, oh my,
1: first of all, so that must be a Florida rule that a seventh grader can play in, in a varsity schedule. So you can play any middle. Can I, can you have a third grader on your roster?
0: No. Well, let me, let me just say this. We, so we're we're currently in a in a Christian conference called a Panhandle Christian Conference.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Um, we we have applied to become um, full members of the Florida High School Athletic Association. Okay. So you're not a
1: member of them yet. Not yet. yet. You're yes, starting. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We're okay.
0: in the process. It's like a two to three year process here in Florida. Yeah. So in our conference. That we're currently in, a seventh grader can play varsity.
1: Okay, no, uh, no, no. I mean, I'm just asking because it's like yeah. I know that there's, it's different with every state. Like I, me trying to keep track of every state in yeah. the U.S. Is
0: ideally, crazy. ideally, I wouldn't want a seventh grader to play at that <laughs> level. I want them to play uh,
1: down and get some experience. Right. But right, just
0: with where we're at as a basketball program is kind of how we. And,
1: have- and, and you're playing in a different league. It's, I mean, I can see, I can see their logistics. I, people I've talked to before that have done this. You know, I've started out as a JV or a sophomore team or right. even a freshman team, and then they every year they kind of add. But a lot of schools, like you're, you're jumping in a little – like some schools will only have ninth graders. They do mm-hmm. a ninth grade, and then they'll add tenth, and right. they kind of grow that way. Um, so what's been an obstacle then, other than getting players?
0: Um, I would say um, I had two young men help me out. This year, and they a really good help. But, you know, I'm definitely, you know, hiring staff, that that's, that's always an obstacle, h- hiring the right guys to come help you out. The two guys I had um, were students, you know, college students, also working part-time, right. but they right. can't really be, be there full-time. Um, and, you know, just being so young and inexperienced has been an obstacle. Some of my kids had just, you know, never. Oh, you got babies playing!
1: You got babies playing, man. Babies playing. The difference between an eighteen year old and a thirteen year old or a twelve yeah. year old. I don't even know what a seventh grader is. Oh my God. Um, it'd be like 13, 14. That's crazy. Um
0: and now and one senior, um, his name is Cayman's. Great, great leader, great kid. You know, he, he probably had the opportunity to transfer to any public school in the area and go play for them because he was he was a pretty solid basketball player. Right. But you know, he he just wanted to be a part of a of a growing program and something that just starting off, and he loves the school, so he stuck around. And, and I just thought the right thing to do was just make sure he stays on the roster and we play up for him. So how how hard was scheduling? When I first got here, first week, um, there were four there was four games on the schedule. Okay. Um, so you know, I reached out to a couple teams to try to just get more games and. And um it was tough. It was tough, but we ended up going five and twenty for the year. Okay. We ended up winning five games and it was a good start. I did see my players get better throughout the year, which was a blessing. And 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 um, will the other seven come back? Um six will. Okay. Okay. Six will. We had we had one kid that basketball just wasn't his sport um and and he said coach this is probably my only year and i said hey i, I totally understand he was one of my seventh graders
1: okay okay yeah. no i get it so um so then what's what's the what's the moving forward
0: so i'm um, just moving forward it's just right now just um trying to get them to get better you know just continue to week the, the the great thing is the future is bright here at league academy Okay. Um, we have we do have a kindergarten to sixth grade program, where okay uh, that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. We, we have we have a feeder program where we have multiple teams in each grade level playing at the local rec center. Okay. And we have some talent down there. We have some. Was talent. there a
1: girls' program? There was a girls' program. Yes, sir. And how many girls did they
0: have? They had fifteen. Ooh, that's good. They Dang. had they had a good number. Okay. And um. But, you know, even our feeder program, we had some girls' team on there. And we have some good young talent here at the school. So right now it's, you know, doing everything to keep them going. Um, and, you know, we had we some camps and also trying to just make sure they stay here when they get a little bit older.
1: Right. And so what's the issue? What are you going to do? We're, we're taping this in the middle of the COVID crisis. Mm-hmm. How are you going to do that in the middle of this thing? Are you, is your state opening up? Or are you going to be able to have we're, camps?
0: We're, we're opening up here, um, slowly but short, surely, but not nothing that's mandatory. So, okay. obviously, if a family or if a kid um, did not feel comfortable attending any workouts or anything like that, um, then, you know, they're not obligated to be here. You know, we truly understand the situation. Right. Um, but in, ter- in regards to camp, um, we do plan on attending – a camp here locally as of right now they do have a schedule and a calendar okay to host the camp but obviously that could change at any time
1: anytime i mean yeah as your beaches open up coach man i'm telling it, you
0: it is open
1: <laughs> is it open
0: already it is open already yes sir
1: I'm a, I'm a statistician by trade it's gonna be it's not gonna be there's gonna be two at least two more waves unless they come up with something to you know yeah. um, going to be a late summer wave i think and then there's going to be a winter wave so um that's my prediction
0: i did i did hear one about October-ish.
1: yeah and it, there'll be one there'll be one when we get them back in school that's the problem and then then the at least up here we're not outside as much as now so hey i got an, a, a question about your school do you, do the kids walk outside to go to the next class or do they walk inside outside i know i, I love that i just
0: love that yeah we they can walk inside we have hallways, but we're sending them outside and i and i will say this about um oh you do you have interior
1: hallways too yes sir so you have both yes sir so i can walk to the class and go outside and get to the class or i can go yeah. inside
0: yeah okay. we have we we uh, let's see if i can show it to you so we have a, yeah yeah we have, we have a door that leads into the hallway okay and then we have a door that leads outside. and can Okay, come.
1: but can they come in that door during the school there, or do you have to – prop? is something you have
0: to – We open it for them. You open it. Yes, okay. sir. Okay. Now, the, the the good thing right now for us is uh, we don't have a home gym at the moment, something that we're, we're planning to build, build in the future. So that's been an obstacle, I will say. Um, <laughs> but we do have a really nice outdoor pavilion okay that, that's, that's covered true. that's covered that, that's covered yes sir okay
1: so yeah i always find it funny we 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 go we tend to go to sanibel for spring break and um mm. my son always thinks the elementary school has a covered basketball court and he always thinks it's it was, ever since he was a little kid he thought it was i go true man that's the only way you can do it like they'll actually have practice out here you know it's like yeah um and in the summer, you don't have a shade. You're not out there at two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> you don't want to be out there at two o'clock. That's for sure. I mean, it's gonna be 100, 130 degrees. Um, so, anything else about building a program, coach?
0: Um, you
1: know, what, what do you think's easy about it? <laughs> the,
0: the, the, I mean, I wouldn't say it's easy, but the thing is, I I have a really great support the administration team here. Okay. And they, they share the same vision I have and regards to building the program. They understand it takes time. Right. They understand that, you know, it takes us doing certain things to try to attract some of the talent in the area to possibly come to school here. Cause they got, they have some pretty good public school systems here in our area. Um, so, but you know, I, I will say um, the support I've received so far here at the school has been great. Well, that's half the battle, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, it really is. Yeah. It. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, I I I know that I. I mean, I I tell young coaches there's no perfect job out there either. Like, if yeah. you're looking for the perfect job, then someone else that's going to be more qualified is going to take it from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. You have to you know i i had a coach a couple of weeks ago say, you know be where your feet are feet are, I don't remember the exact thing, but you should just be where you are, like mm-hmm. uh, and then you know that's what i when I took over my program, I was the only applicant for my job, um, <laughs> so it's crazy it's like but things can it, it's about putting the work in too um and that's that, what and that's what's about it is it's about putting the work out, it's about making better individuals by the time you're done that's um, what it's all about yeah. And it's like and it's like I think, especially for the young coaches listening, it's like you know Rome was not built in a day, and uh mm-hmm. you know you got to have a plan. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so do you have any mentors, anybody that you kind of turn to um in the basketball world, or is it more an administrative mentors or anybody like that that you well, in, a,
0: in a basketball world, um definitely I, you know I, I stay in contact with my high school coach, okay, yep um. The coach I, I, I just worked for at Heritage Christian, Jim Estrella, has been a great mentor to me. And, uh, you know, I just try to stay plugged in as much as I can with what, you know, whether it's a podcast or documentaries or just reading articles online. Um, I have great coaching buddies that's kind of in the same boat as I am, you know, coaching somewhere and trying to build a program. And we stay in touch and we, we communicate about certain things. So, you know, I've been blessed with great guys surrounding me, that's for sure.
1: And that's I and mean, again, I I probably say that a million times. That's a, you got to find your circle.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and and you have to you have to narrow the noise. Is that's my new thing after this COVID two months. Mm-hmm. There's so much basketball knowledge out there. That's why I started doing like three podcasts a day because I was just trying to narrow my focus a little bit. Um mm-hmm. Because, you know, everyone's running virtual clinics. Everyone's doing all this stuff. It's too much for me. It makes, and I've coached for 30 years mm-hmm. and won a lot of basketball games. And it's too much for me. My, I feel like my head's going to explode because I feel bad if I'm not watching it. I feel bad if I'm not like, you, you got to pick a, pick a focus is what I would say to a coach too. Yeah. What's something you want to work on? Do you want like, you know, we're talking about building programs. That's what I'm talking with coaches about all over the country. A couple of weeks ago I was talking about practice planning you know I'm trying to do and the, I'm, the next thing I'm going to do is talk about like different types of pressure and like presses and stuff I'm trying to narrow the topic so that I can work on it and work on my craft I think that's as a young coach um, when you're building a program you, you got to build a program you know the, yeah. <laughs> um, that should be your narrow focus to be honest with you and then all the other stuff will come the x's and o's all the you know um,
0: I, I, I've come I've come to an understanding that you you can't fast forward anything. <laughs> you, you, you just got to be in the moment. Yep. Focus on what you have and what you're doing. It's one of my life lessons. You can't cram for a dental exam. Yeah. You
1: know, you can't cram for a dental exam. If you don't brush your teeth every day, it's going to come back and bite you. Right. It's the same with this. You can't, you're not going to win a state championship overnight. Like, right. unless you, you know, unless LeBron moves into your neighborhood, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, you well, know. I've learned, I've learned, you know, just be patient Um, you know even with the kids I have you know we I have great kids you know they may not they might not be the best basketball players out there but I have great kids and I have an opportunity to make an impact on them while they're here and um, you know I'm just grateful for the opportunity I currently have and where I'm at I, I truly do love it I truly love this location this school um, to families, to kids, and it's just a great place to be at.
1: Hey everybody, I hope you enjoy it. Make sure you subscribe. Um, and we would really appreciate that. Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen, five those five-star reviews mean a ton to us. Uh, also, go over and check out teachubes.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.